Hi, welcome to our podcast, She Inspires. A podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage. Designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully. I'm Gina Marie. I'm Haley. Hey, friends. Hi, everyone. We're here together, back on Haley's couch, our new podcasting spot. spot for the puppies to play and for us to podcast. It's the best. It's really been great, I think. Mm-hmm. It's nice that we have two options. It is nice. Then we can compromise and figure out what we're doing, what works with our schedule, and when we can be where. Because mm-hmm. we have to plan ahead of time, y'all. Like We have to really look and see when our schedules are going to line mm-hmm. up. Haley's schedule is very busy right now. Mine is very busy as well. And we, because we don't have typical nine to five jobs we're just like in and out yes always always when i'm free gina marie's not mm-hmm. when she's free i'm not and mm-hmm. vice versa and so it really takes something to look and create it i was thinking about that and um we're currently at the yoga studio we teach at big power yoga in our our home we're doing the 40 days program which is a baptiste program a 40 days challenge and what we're looking at this week, and this is part of the, the light your leadership work that we do, is like looking at what our complaints are in our life and turning our complaints into commitments mm-hmm. and actually living from and listening from a place of our commitment instead of our complaint. And a complaint that I have in my life is that my life, like I have so much going on. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I always have so, like all my, all my days are full. You really do. I do. And, and though what I got to, you know, what my commitment is and that is I'm committed to having a fulfilling life, mm. which, you know, the root word of fulfilling is full. Yeah. So of course my life will be full. And then when I come from that place of like, a, this is my commitment and I'm committed to having a fulfilling mm-hmm. life, it's easy to meet with Gina Marie. It's easy to come and do this podcast because that's part of mm. what I'm committed to doing. That's very good. To figure that out. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I think that would take a lot of work for me to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Because I don't like a full schedule. Like, if I look at my calendar and it is has more than, like, four things on it for the day, I get very overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to look at it. Yes. That you have, and especially for you, Gina, like, what you're doing right now, you have a lot of jobs that all add up to one job. Yeah. So it's a lot of moving parts and different things. And so for you, you're doing a lot all day. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of teaching. You do a lot of teaching. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm curious. You posted something on Instagram the other day about mm-hmm. being a teacher mm-hmm. and how important you see that as being. And I, I bring that up because I know that everything you do is important to you. I know that's why you do all the things that you do. Yes. And I'm curious, can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Would you like me to tell about my post or about things that are important to me? Uh, all of the above. Okay. So my post was a was a reflection and a um, response to the shooting that recently happened. It's just a constant thing that we as teachers... In Florida. Yes, in Florida. Mm-hmm. That we as teachers are hearing about and having to deal with and having to... Um, like push through and show up every day at the school um, fully ready for whatever happens. And um, what I became, what became really clear to me is that teaching in a school right now, the most important thing is protection. Mm. And I honestly feel like 
teachers right now in this country, they are on active duty. And I was reading a, a post that someone wrote. He's, he's a teacher friend of mine, and he was sharing it on Facebook, and it said that when I go to school in the morning now, I have to actively make a choice to go in because I am now aware that I could have to die for these kids. So it's it's a scary place to, in education right now in the world. Yes. In the world, and um, it doesn't mean that we're not oh, we're just as committed. Like we're still showing up, and we're still doing it because we love these kids and we love teaching, and it's just a different experience. Yes. I mean, now I have to like look around the room and see like if someone were to come in, what do we do? Yeah. What are your options? What are our options? And, um, so yeah, so that, that's been really heavy on my heart and, um, on my mind. I'm just thinking about, I mean, teachers compared to other occupations, they do not make much. Just mm -hmm. like police officers, firefighters do not make much. And yet we're putting our lives on the line. Um, and, and many teachers have had to actually put their life on mm -hmm. the, on the line. Um, so it's interesting. It's very, very interesting, and I'm I'm choosing to be in faith about it. That's how I go in every day. It's trusting that um, that we'll be okay. Yes. And that protection is the number one goal. It's not just educating kids anymore. Mm -hmm. It's protecting them. So I wrote about that, and then yes, it's interesting too. You know, it's like educating them. But also educating them on how to protect themselves. Yes. Because like you said, there there's protocols now and there are things that, uh -huh. you know, and I, I read an article, you know, and when I used to work at the bank, we'd have to go through, is that banks, there is a high likelihood that someone could rob the bank. Mm -hmm. And um, armed robbery is not as common as, um, forget what they call the other one, you know, like that passive robbery where someone just hands a note. Mm. Yeah, and give it over gosh. to me. Like the armed robbery where people come in shooting is less common. And though, you know, I talked about the diff the three different options that you have when someone comes at you, you know, with a gun. And the first thing to do is run. Mm -hmm. If you can't run, you hide. If you can't hide, you fight. Yes. And that, you know, and that's what is crazy to me that we're now in a lot of places having to teach elementary school kids that oh yeah preschool at my school we have we're preschool through eighth grade so those babies have to know that you know what position to get in and, mm -hmm. and, and silence and all i mean it's unbelievable it's unreal yeah the classroom at least in my experience was always a very safe space mm -hmm. and it really makes me angry that now people are coming into that and taking trying to take that away yes well, I mean, I can even think in school. I mean, I would run down those hallways just carefree. Carefree, not a care it was my in world. the world. No. I know it was everything, and that and and school was a safe zone. Mm -hmm. Now there wasn't anything that I was worried about or fearful of when I went into school, and and now to look at how many of our schools have metal detectors that you have to go through, yeah. and all these safety precautions, and and I don't I don't know the right answer. Mm -hmm. uh, like you said, like I don't know. How, what the best way is to protect oh. our schools and our children and I people. Know. Because, you know, metal detectors, that's one, you know, that is a way and it might not be the way. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, like you said, I have faith that everyone's just doing their best. Yeah, and I think people just need to be more aware. There, there are kids that stand out as kids that are troubled or uh, struggling or whatever. And I know in Florida that kid was someone who stood out and who they had made. I mean, he wasn't even allowed to carry a backpack in school mm-hmm. because they were concerned about him. And we just need to all be more aware. Mm-hmm. We put our attention on it. And not not like see the, those kids that, that are acting in strange and peculiar ways and like isolating them. But did anyone try to talk to him? Mm-hmm. Like were there conversations? Was there counseling? I don't know. So it's pretty, it's pretty interesting, um, and, uh, really, really depressing. Mm-hmm. It is. That's where, you know, what I come back to and what I look at a lot. I don't watch the news. Oh, my God. I don't watch it now. I don't read it. I don't look at it. And sometimes I have, like, a, a, a pull to feel guilty about that. And though the news right now is just so much... BS. I know. Yeah, and it's painted in whatever picture the the news, whatever political frame mm-hmm. the news wants to put it through, and and it seems that only the bad news sells, you know, and it's mm-hmm. only like people just want to report on all all the terrible things in the world, and there's a lot, you know, there's a lot that's um, in my perspective wrong with the world and what's happening and that things are going on, and though, again, what I have to come back to is that. I, I have to remember the things that are important to me Mm -hmm. and remember that the difference I make starts here Mm -hmm. in Houston with you, Mm -hmm. with our listeners, with the people that I interact with, because if I get caught up in, I use it in all of it, like Mm -hmm. all the despair, all of the, um, there's some horrific things yes. that are happening. Horrific. Mm-hmm. It will. It'll tear me down, and I'm committed to ri- literally rising above it. Yes. And staying connected, as you said, to faith, and and choosing to believe that this world is comprised of more good than it is mm-hmm. Well, it's really interesting because I have a lot of students who um, their home lives are mm-hmm. very challenging, and they prefer to be at school than at home. Mm. And so then that makes me want to show up even more with, with safety and protection so that they can feel at least some of their day can be in their eyes good. Yes. And freeing. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting to teach kids like that because I didn't grow up like that. Mm. No. So it's hard to, to really relate um, in that way, however, I do know that um, I have had the experience in my life of being somewhere where I, where it didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. So I can, I, I can use that. Yes. So yeah, I mean, I just, I love teaching and this is just a, a deeper call to action for all of us mm-hmm. to be looking around, to be protecting mm-hmm. Be creating our own safe spaces and and be cautious. Yes. To start thinking about what would I do if someone mm-hmm. came in. So, yes. So I teach school. I love it. Love, love, love in the classroom. I teach my private voice and acting students. Mm-hmm. And I teach yoga. Mm-hmm. A lot of teaching. Teaching all day long. All day teaching. 
We were talking about this yes. the other day. You know, there is something I would not have my life any other way than how it is right now. I love it. I love what I'm doing right now. I love the freedom in my schedule. I love leading all day. And though it takes something a little extra to be teaching all day or oh, leading all day. Oh my gosh, does it. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. It's a lot of energy. Yes. A lot of holding space, a lot of being on. And not on as like fake, but like on as our best selves all the time Authentic. when we show up. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And I was thinking about that the other night. I had um, dinner late and I got home late and so I went to bed late. And I woke up the next day and, you know, in my in a past life, I could have hid in my office all day from 9 to 5. Oh, yes. And I'm like gotten, gotten by with just doing the bare yes. minimum of whatever was required for the yeah, day. Yeah, go to the coffee, um, the co coffee bar like multiple times right. a day and just like <laughs> be seen at that time. How about you? There's a coffee bar? Like, Here what I happens? am. Here I am at the coffee spot so people can see me, but you're right. It is. It's different. And um, that's like that in teaching a classroom. And I remember, you know, my parents are both educators and they're elementary school teachers. And my mom, you know, she couldn't get sick. And if she was sick, she just had to show up anyways. It is honestly worse to have the sub to like yes. all the planning that goes into it. It's like, I might as well just go with the fever. Right. <laughs> Just go in with the fever. Might as well go with the sweats. Or even, you know, and for me, these past couple weeks, I've been teaching anywhere from seven to nine yoga classes a week and leading, yeah. you know, four to five, what we call our 40 days meetings, our meetings every week. And what happens though is I go and I just talk straight for that whole hour. And it's mostly me talking. And so between that, when I first started doing that earlier this year, like my voice, mm -hmm. by the end of the day, by the end of the week, it'd just be gone. I know. It's scratchy. I was, uh, what's her name? Macy Gray. <laughs> I try to say goodbye and I choke. Exactly. God, I love her. The best. Love that song. Wow. And that's how I felt at the end of the week. And I was like, oh, like, there's something I have to watch myself and take care of myself. Oh, yeah. In that, too, because it is. It, it just takes a lot. Very important with teaching. Yes. Or leading or any kind where you're mm -hmm. in, you know, what we call the overt leader at the front of the room managing and leading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we both teach yoga, and we got into teaching yoga. How many years? How long have we Four. been teaching? Four years. Four years we've been teaching yoga. And um, we now help lead new mm -hmm. teachers mm -hmm. with with their teaching journey. And um, I was actually, we were talking about this earlier, just reflecting back on what we call the new teacher classes. And like when we had the new teacher classes. And thinking how I was teaching in the new teacher classes compared to how I teach now. And, like, the growth and the journey. And there were days that were just messes. There still are days. <laughs> there still are days that are messes, you know what I mean? And, though, the mess isn't as obvious because I have sharpened my tools. Yes. And um, it can be really exhausting to teach yoga, and it can be really demanding, and it is one of my most favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. I love it because I love yoga and I love giving people the gift of yoga because mm -hmm. yoga has changed my life. Yes. 
It's allowed me to see myself with fresh eyes, a whole lot of healing, strength, and I just love giving that to people. That's wonderful. I love it because we, you know, we talk about, we call it, especially with our new teachers, and you say, it is it, you go teach yoga, and though it's so much more about sharing. Mm -hmm. I, what, what we're up to at big is sharing something that we love. Mm -hmm. And sharing a practice that has deeply impacted us in a way that makes an impact for someone else. And I too, yoga was something that I didn't know was missing from my life until I found it. I know. I wish I had it forever. Yes. And I was like, there it is. I, I distinctly remember years, a couple of years before I discovered Baptiste Yoga in San Antonio at AC Power Yoga. It's amazing. If you're ever in San Antonio, go there. And I found, I remember, like distinctly remember feeling something was missing in my life. Mm -hmm. There was just something missing. I wanted to do more. And at one point I was like, maybe I'll join a choir in San Antonio. Like a straight adult choir. Wish you would have done that or, <laughs> We could still do that, you we know. We could still do that. I mean, that. well, our schedules could be very challenging with that. Yes. And in the future. We can look at it. Let's, let's Houston Coral Societies. We're keeping on the vision. We've got two future <laughs> We're ready. members. And yes. So, yes, I, at one point, what else was I going to join? I, like, knew I needed something. What's the other one? It's like a club for females. They have it here oh, in Houston. Oh, 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 yes. What is that called? Something League. Junior yes, League? Yes, the Junior League. Junior League. Junior League, which I have no idea what Junior League is. You know, my mom did the Junior League. The only reason why I liked the Junior League when I was younger is because we got to go with her and we would go to the, um, it was a home for mm -hmm. the elderly, and they had a cafeteria, and we would, like, serve them. Mm. I loved <laughs> serving them as a kid. I just loved it. But that's all I really know of the junior league. Right. I do know it's service. I mean, and I know it's I a lot too. of community and um, I think maybe being seen. Yes. Like networking. Yes. There's like a network and then there's a giving back, like a nonprofit. Connections, yeah. And that's what I was doing a lot in San Antonio, volunteering a lot at the children's hospital and at the, uh, like the animal shelters. Mm -hmm. And just doing a lot of that and searching. You know, searching for something that was missing, and then I found yoga. I was like, oh, this, this is intriguing. And then I found teaching, and I was like, that. Mm -hmm. This was it. Mm -hmm. This is the piece of my life that I had been missing and searching for and that I had not found. Mm -hmm. And now it's what I do full time. And so that's yeah. what is just the best about it. And we are not just calling the poses. No. That is one thing. I This is maybe... So we did our teacher training four years ago. And I will tell you, I don't remember a lot of it. A lot of it just like lives yeah. in my bones and in my body for what I needed. And so I don't remember a ton of what happened. And I distinctly remember this. That one of the... After one of our first couple weekends, I stood up and shared in front of the group. And I said, teaching yoga is so much harder than I thought it was. Oh, yeah. It is so much more involved to create and deliver upon a powerful class that actually makes a difference for somebody and impacts someone like at the level of their bones and their heart than just showing up and, and calling a poser to. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be way easier. 
I had no idea. I yes. had no idea. And then on top of that, like the whole idea of your yoga practice setting you up for the practice of your life. Yes. Wow, mind blown. Mind when blown. When I discovered that. Mind blown. There are so many lessons that happen on my yoga mat that mm. are my life. Oh my god! Like, this gosh. is my life. So many lessons. So much clarity on my yoga mat. I can't even tell you how many times yes. I roll over and look at Haley and I'm like, okay. This is what I discovered on my mat today. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with the practice. Yes. All about life. Yes. My favorite one from Gina Marie is she rolled over and looks at me and goes, oh my goodness. I'm a control freak. <laughs> like it's out true. of nowhere. Serious as anything. She's just like, I just got it. You know, I get very, very clear in my yoga practices. Not always. And... It is a, it really does become a spiritual opening for yes. me. Yes. And mm -hmm. I just giggled my little butt <laughs> off when you told me that. Because I'll tell y'all something. I could see a little bit of that in Gina Marie mm -hmm. as her best friend and as someone who's known her for a while. I was like, I was like, okay, I can see that. And though to have her, I'd never said anything to you about it. I was just like, that's just... How Gina right. Marie is. She likes things the way she likes them, and she likes yes. her routine and her structure. And she just rolled over and saw that for herself, and I was just like, it's perfect. Yes. It's perfect. And that's the only way that any of us can actually evolve and shift and change is to discover for ourselves. Yes. It's a mirror. It's a mirror. Yes. I don't remember what you said to me. I wish I would remember. <laughs> it was something like, yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh. So this was known this to everyone but me. <laughs> Now I'm looped in. Thank you. She's in. She's in. Yeah. Oh my I mean, gosh. it's just, it's a, it's a game changer. Mm -hmm. It really is. And I am so, so thankful to have yoga in my life and to teach yoga and for our studio big. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a gift. I have become, I think one of the main things in my yoga practice that I've discovered for myself like on the mat is how in my past I was so like particular about my space. One of my best friends, Teresa, who Gina Marie knows, Teresa would always giggle at me because in college and stuff she'd like, we'd be sitting on the couch and she'd like put her little feet on me or something and I'd be like, I'd back away, I'd be like, um, you have your space, I have my space. Stay <laughs> like, there. I want to sit side by side with you and I don't want to sit on top of you. Even though I was, I'm very like huggy mm -hmm. and touchy. I just liked my space and my things the mm -hmm. way I liked them. And I didn't always like people being in my space. And then I went to big and all that changed. Yeah. Because at big, we have classes that have, I teach on, um, you know, in my Thursday evening class, I'm teaching the anywhere from 60 to 110 people mm -hmm. on a weekly basis. And when we have 110 people in that room, we're on top of each other. Oh, sweat's everywhere. Sweat is everywhere. Mat to mat. Fingers are on other people's mats. Mm -hmm. Feel like you just... And I remember the first couple of times that happened being like freaking out about oh, it a little bit. Oh, people have the hardest yes. time with that. Yes. I, I was one of them. And it's been so fun to watch myself slowly evolve mm -hmm. out of that. Because now I could care less. People can be next to me, on top of me, around me. I'll be fine. Like, I, I, I know that. And now... You know, I even see a Teresa come over the other night, and I was like, I just want to be next to you. <laughs> like, now I just want to, like, be with people and touch them, and it's, um, through my yoga practice, just busted my heart wide open in a way that 
I, I didn't even know it needed to be opened in that way. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Um, can you share about one of your favorite teaching yoga memories? Oh, one of my favorite teaching memories. And it can memories. be funny or it could be silly. You know, it could be either. Oh, let me look. Do you already have yours? No. <laughs> <laughs> it just came to me. Let me look and see. There are, there have been a couple. Well, the ones that, the ones that really uh, strike me is that I am a, there are certain people that have taken my yoga classes and like met me as a person or a leader who then go on to do teacher training mm-hmm. and who are in teacher training with me and have expressed to me either throughout or after that it was, you know, my teaching or my leadership that made, that gave them the inspiration to go and do this for themselves. Mm-hmm. And to know that I'm impacting people in a way that has them go out and create their own life in a way to make their own lives better is is so touching to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there are a couple students in particular that I know that I just had a profound impact on them. Mm-hmm. And it blows me away to know that simply by me showing up as who I am and sharing something that I love, mm-hmm. I can change someone's whole life. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like that. And then my other, some of my other favorite ones too, mine are all, all my, all my sappy ones. Those are the ones I think that are my favorite is that, um, oh no, I have two more I'll share with you is when students come up to me after a yoga class and they're just crying. Mm-hmm. And you just spoke to me today mm-hmm. in a way that their heart got cracked open a little mm-hmm. more. And, like, when I can really touch someone in that way and make a difference, I there's no better feeling. Mm-hmm. There's, like, nothing better in the world. And then my other favorite yoga teacher moment is anytime there's an assist that we give in yoga when, like, students come from the wheel. So if you do yoga, you know what wheel is. And there's a lot of big dudes that come to yoga, <laughs> like, big muscular dudes. And they're strong enough to come up into wheel, which is, like, the full back bend and the peak of the practice we teach, and yet their shoulders aren't always as flexible. And so there's a really easy assist where you just stand next to someone and they grab your ankles and then come up into wheel. And the look on these dudes' faces when they come down, like, because they get a lot more space in their shoulders and their back, and they go from, like, hardly doing anything to one simple shift, and they, like, pop up, and it's just this amazing full expression. And when I see dudes come down from that and they're so sweaty and they're like, what the just mm-hmm. happened? And that's my favorite. Like, Yeah, that is amazing. Like showing people what the, what, what they're capable of mm-hmm. is my favorite. Yeah, where pe- people say it like something that they didn't know was possible. Yes. Was possible. Mm-hmm. I love that. I know. I'm trying to think. There's there's so many special teaching moments and, and so many gifts throughout teaching even like Every class or, like, throughout the, the years that, that I have now been teaching. And I think the moment kind of goes back to what we were just talking about. I think the moment with my teaching that made the biggest difference for me, and at the time I was so annoyed about, <laughs> was one of our um, peers, one of our other teachers at Big, he's on the corporate team, Nathan, took my class. And he had these three 
questions from me at the end of his class. Not for me, sorry. Questions for him, and they were for me. Mm -hmm. And it was like, would I bring a friend to your class? Are there questions you just asked to look yes. at at the end of the class? Okay, like, an assessment. assessment. Mm -hmm. So, like, would I bring a friend to your class? He said, yes. Would I pay for this class? He said, yes. He said, would I move around my schedule to be at your class? No. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> Say that again? And sure enough, he said it again because you know Nathan and he's going <laughs> to tell it to you. Good. Sure. And I was so offended. I was so upset with him. I literally couldn't look at him for like three weeks. <laughs> and and he was like, you're, you're teaching the poses and you're not changing my life. And I was like, just wait. <laughs> Just you wait. Your life is going to be blown. And so that just catapulted me into a whole other level of teaching. Yes. Because before it was, before uh -huh. it was just me teaching the practice. And I had no idea that it was so much more. Yes. So that for me was probably one of the biggest moments in my teaching experience. Biggest moments. And then I love, of course, I love the students that come up and, and share the impact of the, of me on them. And I also love the people that, that are just, I, I also love people that'll come in and, and it'll be like their first class or second class. And it's not really for me. Right. I just appreciate that so much. That they're trying. That they showed up. And I just appreciate that they're honest about it. Yes. You know what I mean? Because there's some other activities that if I were to go to, they may not be for me. Mm -hmm. Like CrossFit, I don't know if that's for right. me. And I imagine that if I did go, I'd be like, uh, not for okay, me. may not be back. Yes. You know? <laughs> See y'all later. So oh yeah, gosh. I just I just love thinking about those times. I'm so grateful that we get to teach. I know. And it's such a joy to be able to see it. Like with your story about Nate, like he saw potential in you mm -hmm. that you didn't yet see in yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the best part of being a teacher is seeing like you're totally. saying, what, what people are capable of and what's possible for them. And I've had teachers that have done that for me, Nancy. Mm -hmm. And I'd done that for me, and I had a big moment mm -hmm. in teaching too, where she gave me feedback, and she was like, "This is not it. Mm -hmm. And you got to you're much more capable than what yes. you're delivering upon right now." And I was like, "I was pissed too. I was like, what are you talking about?'" And I let yeah. it simmer. I let it marinate. Yeah. I tried it on, and then I had Dynamite. a whole breakthrough. <laughs> Dynamite. <laughs> exactly. I know, and you just and you're right. It's, it goes back to your education too, like those teachers that put in the effort. Mm -hmm. The extra effort. Yes. Because they saw something in you. And I still do that with my kids. Is, is, you know, you give them all as much as you have. And there's some that just hold a little yep. tighter. Yeah. And so you give more. Exactly. I'm really excited. So I graduated um, high school in Houston from the High School for Performing Arts. And it's like a very prestigious art school. And I love that school. I would do anything for that school. It was a life changer, an eye opener. And um, the theater teacher, he also practices at Big, um, he sent me a message on Facebook uh, a few nights ago, and he was like, I'm doing a retreat for the kids, which how cool, like yeah. in high school, they're having a retreat at the school, it's like a sleepover type thing, and all day long, it's different musical theater stuff, he said, but at the end of the night, I want to wind them down with yoga, will you come, oh. and will you teach them, and will you sing for them? And I was like, this is full circle. Yes. And, and. 
It's later than, than I would want it to be. It's past my bedtime and I don't care. Mm-hmm. He offered to pay me. I said, don't pay me. He's like, please take it. I said, I don't, I don't want that. I just want to be able to give back. And I'm just so excited about it. I'm so proud of you. I know. It's going to be so fun. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. What a note to end our what podcast to- on. Just put it out there. Put it out there. And remember that when you're connected to the work you're doing, when you're out to make a difference for yourself and others, things come full, full circle. circle. Literally. Literally. I know. Okay, y'all. We love you. Beautiful. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.